This is the Popular Apocrypha Podcast, Episode 30, Curious George, for July 27th, 2018. In this episode, we are joined by O'Reilly, Hello. Logan, Hi. and me, I'm Tyler. Um, and in this episode, we are sponsored by you, um, as uh, we have been for the whole month of July, and I'll talk a bit about that more later. But jumping into things, um, I want to just reiterate that during this month, July of 2018, we've been doing a kickback to our first four episodes. So far, we've done a Star Wars kickback with the Darth Maul. We've done a Horde uh, kickback with um, Jason Voorhees. Uh, the three uh, brand characters with the Monopoly Man, um, the Tootsie Pop Owl, and Mr. Peanut. And in this episode, we're doing a throwback to our fourth episode, the Scooby-Doo episode, with um, talking about Curious George. So I'll talk more about Curious George in a little bit, Mm -hmm. but I have a game as well for us to play uh, based um, off of the same sort of game that we played during our Scooby-Doo episode. In the Scooby-Doo episode, we played a game called Do or Poo, if you remember that, where we each had to decide whether or not a villain came from a a B-movie or a Scooby-Doo episode based solely on the information that I provided. I remember now. Yeah. So today... I remember I wasn't good. I mean, some of of them were way easier than others, too. (laughs) Um, And that will be also true today. Uh, today we'll be playing a similar game called George or Forge. I was pretty proud of that one, not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, where you will each have to decide whether or not the names of the following book titles um, that I will read to you are real Curious George adventures or are fakes that I or the internet at large that I found a online parodies of um, have come up with. So, as I said, some will be vastly easier than others. Um, I think that overall, you guys will do pretty much just fine. I'm just guessing these. So, um, I'll just go ahead and read one, read off a title, and both of you just go ahead and say whether or not you think it's real or fake, um, a, a parody or a, a George or a Forge. So, okay, and these are, hold on, book titles? These are book titles. Okay. Yes. Okay. These are supposed to be uh, Curious George Adventures. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so the first one, Curious George. That's it? That's it. <laughs> uh, George. Uh, probably George. It is a George. That is an actual, that is the first Curious George book. Um, the next one, Curious George Takes a Job. George or Forge. I like my brain thinks that it's like a book about him taking a hit, like he's a hitman. <laughs> but I, I, I'm gonna say George because I, you know, there's got to be one about him like cleaning the house or something for the man in the yellow hat, right? George. Okay. It's a George. It is a George. You're still tired. <laughs> I still want there to be a hitman book though. Curious, Curious George, George takes a hit. <laughs> the third one is Curious George hits puberty. Okay, that's a forge. I'd say that's Forge. That is a Forge. 
Uh, that was a parody, and the the, the uh, parody cover that I saw oh, no, no. was of Curious George ripping the heart out of the man with the yellow hat. So, <laughs> oh, because I like, not they, understand that they go crazy when yeah, I don't know. I, I like don't know. people who have pet monkeys or primates don't do they don't do well after right. yeah. So I have heard. Uh, number four, Curious George rides a bike. George. George. It is a George. That is from 1952. Number five, Curious George learns about evolution. <laughs> Forge. Uh, uh, Forge? Yeah, I made that one up. <laughs> I like that one, though. It's like the alternative starting to Planet of the Apes. Curious George gets a medal. George. George. Yeah. That's correct. Number seven, Curious George meets Willy Wonka. Mm. Forge. Forge. I also made that one up. I based that one off of a real one, which is, uh, I might not get the exact title correct, but it's something like Curious George goes to a chocolate factory, which is a real oh. one. So, um, Curious George flies a kite. George. George. That's correct. Curious George learns the alphabet. Forge. Let me say George. It is a George. Ooh. That is a real one. All right. So currently, uh, Riley's one up. One more step on the evolutionary ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10. Curious George gets a ticket for jaywalking. <laughs> Forge. Forge. That is a Forge. Yeah. That's, I, that was another one. I think based off of a real one where there's a policeman giving like a ticket to Curious George, but probably not for the same thing. Gets a ticket for grand larceny. <laughs> Curious George goes to an animal testing lab. Forge. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12, Curious George in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Although all of these I'd like to see or read. Curious George joins the war. Ooh. Forge. Forge? That is a forge. I thought that one might get you guys. Especially, well, not that you guys necessarily know this, but um, Curious George came out in the 1940s uh, originally. He's supposed to be dropped behind enemy lines and rip their hearts out. <laughs> yep. Yep. Number 14. Curious George goes to the hospital. George. I'd say George, too. That is correct. Yeah. And 15 is uh, my favorite. It's also the most obvious which one it is. By Curious George at the drag show. <laughs> I saw that with a mock-up online. Yes. I, I enjoy that. If it's not real, it should be. Forge. Forge. So it is a forge in the sense that it's not written by the original authors mm -hmm. or, and not based off of their works directly. Right. Right. It's not in continuation, but it is a legitimate, by Curious George, I should say, just that, by Curious George is a legitimate parody that you can purchase online. Huh. So. On Amazon? Um, I believe so. Oh. Hashtag not sponsored by Amazon. <laughs> or by Curious George. I mean, yeah, that's Bye true. by Curious George. So before we jump into actually talking about Curious George, um, first of all, I want to say congratulations, Riley, on winning that game. Oh, thank you. you good job. I only nice. had 15. I, I thought about doing more, but most of the other parodies, at least that I saw, not, not ones that I came up with, but ones that I saw online were variations of uh, By Curious George uh, or um, even more uh, sexually explicit things. Gross. And stuff like that. Nasty. So. He's not curious in that way, people. Um, according to some people. I mean, <laughs> it depends on who you ask. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, uh, this is the last episode of the month for July 2018. As such, it is the last episode that will release prior to the end of the Popular Apocrypha Year 2 Kickstarter campaign. During the month, month of July, Popular Apocrypha has been working toward gearing up quite literally with new microphones and mixer hosting fees and other equipment toward a Kickstarter crowdfunding um, through, through a Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign. We'd also like to be able to bring you live streaming, charity events, and other really cool stuff. We really enjoyed bringing you the past um, 30 odd episodes on the podcast of the podcast and we know um, that we have ways that we need to improve uh, which is why we need your help um, go to kickstarter.com and search for popular apocrypha that's p-o-p-u-l-a-r-a-p-o-c-r-y-p-h-a to check out our goals our cool new intro video awesome rewards um, you can also find it by clicking the link in the description uh, the summary of this episode wherever you get your podcasts you can, uh, one of some of the rewards that we're offering um, include an awesome t-shirt that was designed by Logan, um, an awesome poster, post shows, or you can even join us on air during an episode. Um, keeping with the past three episodes, we're also, um, if you haven't noticed, changing our publication date to every Friday and coming out with new episodes every single week. Um, we want to be better for you. So thank you so much for your support and go ahead, go to kickstarter.com and check out Popular Apocrypha. Do it. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Would you kindly? Please do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. We've already talked about him, though. LaBeouf? Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Curious George is a brown orphaned chimpanzee who lives with his best friend, question mark, the man with the yellow hat in a large urban metropolis. He shows up primarily as the protagonist of the popular children's books by H.A. and Margaret Ray, with illustrations by Alan J. Shalek. First appearing in France in 1939, he was named Fifi, but was renamed Zozo in the United Kingdom in 1941 in order to avoid using the name of then-King George VI. Uh. Curious George has appeared in over three book series, um, live, animated, and stop-motion films, a number of video games, other TV series, and many cameos and odd works, including Forrest Gump. Um, the Tales of Curious George begins with uh, seven core books beginning in uh, Africa and continuing through many adventures after being forcibly captured and brought across the seas by the man with the yellow hat. All of Curious George's tales, um, such as some of the ones that were previously mentioned in George or Forge, our game, uh, center around George's curiosity by showing how he investigates something new, unique, or generally something that to him is out of the ordinary. Unsurprisingly, this frequently gets George into trouble with the man in the yellow hat stepping in just in time to save him. An important note, though, is that the man with the yellow hat has never given a name in the first six decades after Curious George was penned. <laughs> However, in 2006, there was a live, uh, excuse me, an animated film where he was voiced by Will Ferrell, um, the man with the yellow hat was, voiced by Will Ferrell, and he, the man with the yellow hat is referred to repeatedly as Ted. Ted. So that's most everything that you huh. need to know about Curious George. Yeah. If anything more specific, you actually need to read each individual tale to see in what certain situations, what sorts of things he does, um, whether it's flying a kite or getting a job or going to the hospital. Is so. Hold on. Okay. Is Curious George an allegory for slavery? <laughs> I don't know. You just said like he was forcibly captured in Africa yeah. and brought over. That's... Yeah. Yeah. To a largely uh, non-Western society. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. 
I don't know if that was the original intent. That's just what I'm... Those are the themes that I heard standing out. I mean, I'll, I'll look it up. I didn't see anything about that. I had that thought, and I didn't, I didn't delve too deep into that. I'll yeah. look it up while, while we're discussing this, but um, I... I don't know. I don't know if I want that to be the case. I don't want it to be the case either. No, I just want it to be a happy children's book. Do we actually want that to be the case? Do we actually want Curious George to be a happy children's book? Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) this is the point in the episode where I come clean and say that I've definitely been like planted this in, in Logan and Tyler's heads, but I enjoy the name Furious George. Um, Furious George. Furious George. <laughs> and rather than being curious about things, he's super destructive. And uh, his adventures are kind of like dark comedies um, where he goes to places and then tears things apart. Like maybe he goes to the hospital and he unplugs the life support systems. So uh, in, in this, in this of cur- uh, Furious George, yes. excuse me, yeah. Furious George. Yeah. Is he just like a, a an unaware agent of chaos, or is this like revenge for something, or is it like what what's his Dungeons and Dragons alignment? Alignment. Like, uh, his definitely chaotic evil. Oh, chaotic evil. Yeah. Okay. Not chaotic, chaotic neutral. No. Just pure chaotic evil. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Mm, maybe no. Is I kind of like. Honestly, when I hear the name Furious George, I think of this giant, like, ape-like, like, not like a little monkey anymore. Okay. Like, like an ape that's running around and, like, picking people up and throwing them. Like That, that relates directly to one of my questions that I had is, um, so, first of all, my, my, my original first question is going to be, should Curious George be a primate at all? And if so, then should that primate be young, old, big, small? Because he's a little young chimpanzee. He's obviously meant to be a young character to relate, especially with children reading the books. Uh-huh. But I'm, what I'm going to say is more like, I mean, maybe not full on King Kong, but large, more, maybe more aged. Yeah, I'd say I'd say full size. Um, not like giant, not King not Kong. Not King Kong. King Kong-esque but adult, large, like, and then maybe the funny bit would be like his owner is a little old lady that thinks that he's just like messing around with people. Like he's just playing as he rips someone in half. The woman in the yellow dress. Woman in the yellow dress, nice. I was gonna say purple bonnet. In the purple bonnet. The woman in the purple bonnet. (laughs) Change. Who isn't given a name until 2006 in the live action, I mean the animated film where she's voiced by Will Ferrell still and given the name Gertrude. Gertrude. Gertie. Gertie. That's perfect. Ted and Gertie. They're a married couple. No. They're not the same age. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm liking where you're going at this, personally. Um, But another related question that I have is, where should George come from? Um, Should George come from Africa? Should George come from a zoo somewhere? Should he be broken out of a zoo after years of imprisonment, sort of thing? Which would tie into what you're saying. What do you think, Logan? Where should George come from? Depends on if you want the slavery moniker still there. <laughs> Fair. Where, where do you want him to come from? Maybe he's a clone of something. Mm. Maybe he's an attempted clone of King Kong. Mm. I like that. 
or he's a clone of Curious George. Maybe he's Curious George's half brother, like Loki and Thor. But really, just a clone. <laughs> not, <laughs> not even a half brother. No, literally a clone. Not actually by a birth. Cybernetically enhanced clone of Curious George. They went horribly wrong, and now he's rampaging through the streets. And the only thing that can calm him down is the woman in the yellow dress. <laughs> Because the color yellow is like it's the the whole like Hulk thing with Scar- with ScarJo, and the sun's getting real low from the Avengers. <laughs> He's a cybernetic clone. Dude, I'm just throwing out ideas here. <laughs> um, I like the idea of like from from where Logan was saying like he's a clone. Like that would be like, I think that would kind of. I don't know. He's got to be a clone where something went wrong, right? Because, like... Right. Or something... Not necessarily something, like, went wrong internally within George. Mm-hmm. If we should even... I mean, if, if he... If, if Furious George is a clone of Curious George, then we probably want to change the name of Furious George to Furious Reginald or something. That doesn't sound as good. Uh, you're right. It doesn't. But otherwise, it, it would get very confusing. Furious Gorge. Engorge. Engorge. <laughs> Furious Porch. Porch. Large. Marge. Furious Marge. Marge. That Simpson. would be funny. <laughs> A female clone of Curious George named Furious Marge. Furious Marge. <laughs> um, so let's let's do this. Uh, let's go with this cloning thing. Okay. He's furious. Is he furious because that's just in him, or was he like? Was did the cloning thing make him that way, or are we keeping the the cybernetic things? And then I don't know. My mind's racing everywhere. Do we keep his same adventures? Does Furious George also go to the hospital? Does Furious George also that was also one of my get questions. a medal, or is his or, or is this this clone's adventures? Are they the parody ones? Mm-hmm. Are those adventures the the? Uh, uh, like him join he joins the war and goes to the drag show and hits puberty and such mm-hmm. I have a question hopefully that gets toward your question okay assuming we go with the cloning thing mm-hmm. why was Curious George cloned for what end was Curious George cloned was it out of just scientific uh, we have to see what we can make see what we can do or was it out of a particular purpose like was he supposed to fulfill a role um war chimpanzee or uh i don't know being a testing animal being a uh uh, an organ mule that they just he wasn't even supposed to survive just be grown for organs for other animals what, what why why would curious george be cloned see i don't i don't want to go into like like to make it kind of a Planet of the Ape type thing. Right. Like I don't want to go that far. I get that. Um, but I do I do think like yeah, he needs to have a reason for why he would be cloned per se. And maybe maybe it's that Curious George in canon is also a clone and they're all clones of the same chimpanzee, but they're different like they're given different um, chemicals that make them different things. So, like, there's Curious George and Furious George and Endurious in, George, and he just never gets tired. And there's, and there's Cur- Courteous George, where Curtius he's like, <laughs> it kind of it's like the League of Georges. 
you know? Yeah. Maybe we could just expand it further. Courteous George. I, I like I like that direction. They're all clones of the original George. Mm-hmm. George one. George, George Mark one. But I'd like to go away from the chemical stuff because that's very Planet of the Apes. Right, right. Um, that's may, maybe that would fit better with like mechanical enhancements. What if they're clockwork mechanisms that are and like there's this one dude in his basement making all these clones. Is one, and it's like or like the Manzio hat sort of figure, and he is the scientist, and he's creating these mechanisms that are changing the dispositions of all of these different chimpanzees. So they're no longer clones; they're just clockwork creations. Oh no, I'm thinking both. Oh. So they're they're clones of George Mark One, but then during development, uh-huh. uh, Ted or whatever, whoever it is. <laughs> Um, the scientist uh, puts a small, like, clockwork mechanism into their... I don't remember the correct part of the brain. Hippocampus? Is that the center of emotion? What you, oh, yeah. Yep. Um, into the brain. Uh-huh. And then that modifies their emotional disposition. Okay. So one's curious, and that's the children's book, one. <laughs> yeah. And then you get furious, and, and then you get... And courteous, courteous, and blurious is really fast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's a speedy monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I think of others. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, what did, I, what did I say the other one was? I said one more. I don't remember what I called him. Uh, oh, uh, shoot. It was like dexterity or stamina sort of thing. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the word that you said. I don't know either. But it was it was that. It was the, like being able to uh, endure, endurious. Endurious. Yeah. <laughs> De- I mean, de- dexterous, dexterous George. That's a real word, so that would work. So what I'm, the thing I'm kind of seeing now is that Ted is basically like Iron Man, making all these different mark models of his suit. Except they're not under his control. He just like makes them, and they go off and have adventures, and then he is running around trying to step in before they get into trouble or hurt themselves or hurt other people or that sort of thing. They're, they're independent biological life forms. They're not like something that, they're not like an Iron Man suit in the sense that he, you know, tears them open and steps inside yeah. and takes <laughs> control. Like that's just. There's injurious George. Oh, perfect. Laborious George. Oh, laborious George, yes. <laughs> Sulfurious George, yes. he's just really smelly. <laughs> <laughs> find more sorry dubious george that one's not really great uh hideous george that's sad you never see hideous george piteous george that one's good serious george <laughs> i feel like courteous george would, uh, is so suppose that all of these georges all live in the same house um i would imagine that courteous george is always the one opening the door kind of like he's like the butler but also kind of like helps take care of the others mm. curious george is never there He's always out exploring things. Yes, yes. He's always curious. He's yes. never at home. Mm-hmm. Um, There's gregarious George. There's also hilarious George. <laughs> gregarious George is always out clubbing. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm really liking this. This clone, but there's also a mechanical element, like in the place, it literally in the like their releases brain. hormones or whatever, or, or however, it, however, it, however it does the thing. Somehow, it does the thing. Somehow reanimates. <laughs> <laughs> In quotations, somehow causes emotional changes. Exactly. It's, it's a clockwork emotion manipulator. That's, oh. that's what it is. Clockwork emotion manipulator. Yeah. Chem. Chem. Clockwork uh, uh, 
hold on. Keep keep talking. I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what I what I think we really need to get into, get into as far as Curious George goes is what or Furious George or any of the Georges goes is why do they do the things that they do? For for Curious George, all of his adventures are always around the same thing. They're all based on that he's always investigating or seeking out new information. That is his, he's a lifelong learner. He's always trying to find out something new. And as part of that, he's always innocent and naive and um, friendly Mm -hmm. because that's the easiest way to learn new things is by taking on those attributes. Mm -hmm. But if we want Furious George, per se, that's our main focus is Furious George. He was um, the second one sure. that was ever created. The uh, the followed thirdly by Courteous George. Yes. Yeah. And then Gregarious got to get the club in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why does like what is Furious George's internal motivator? What is it that makes him want to be furious? Other than the clockwork, whatever emotion I mean, manipulator. That, I'm thinking more in the sense of. With, with, like I said, with Curious George, it's like an innocent naivety. Uh-huh. But that's not, that in itself isn't curiosity. So with Furious George, is it a pain? Um, like, is it physical pain that is all, like caused by the manipulator? Or is it like, or like the sensation of pain? Because I'm thinking that for Curious George, the emotional manipulator is causing like this naivety and seeking of knowledge. But for Fury George, is it literally just making him angry? Is that what it is? I think for him it'd be <clears throat> like short temper or whatever, or lack of like temperance. Ooh, okay, like, I like that. He just like, like if he's happy or fine, right? Like he's okay. But the minute that he's like discomfort or like right. denied something like in an instant, just instant just, rage. You're done. Like it's, it, there's no like, none of the stages. It's just instant rage. That's what I would think. Okay. You know. So what would... Okay, have to back up a little bit to get to my next question. <laughs> um, so for the man with the yellow hat, do we want to keep that character? Like that one character is the warden of all of the Georges? Should he be the man with the yellow hazmat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You just keep rhyming <laughs> but turning them really dark. <laughs> The man with the yellow has that hand. Not only does it rhyme, but it also starts with the letter H, which is perfect. Yeah. Has Matt. <laughs> oh, that's good. So he, okay. yeah, he's, do we want, okay. So we could expand it further, right? And we could make either A, the man with the yellow hazmat is the one creating them. Okay. Or the man with the yellow hazmat is an agent of the facility or company that mm. makes them and he's the one sent out to get them back. I like that a lot. You know? I, 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 I like the idea that he's the the agent that's trying to, let, like in previous Curious Short Stories, mm. um, stepping in to save them from themselves yeah. sort of thing. Kind of makes it almost SCP-like. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Containment unit. <laughs> <laughs> we um, got a breach. Yeah, it, for for the listeners that don't know what that reference is, oh, yeah. SCP is Secure, Contain, Protect. Um, it's kind of a fictional universe of uh, it's online. You can uh, Google SCP um, and it sees anomalous entities and beings and places and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really cool. It's a fun, it's a fun thing to uh, browse. Yeah, kind of creepy, but yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, creepy but fun, just like... <laughs> like 
Yep. Furious George. <laughs> um, so I guess I, I like that because then like you could kind of keep with the whole like children's book type esque thing where they're like Curious George goes to the hospital, but then Furious George goes to the ammo dump. And then <laughs> Courteous George goes to the palace and Gregarious George goes to the nightclub. It always goes to the nightclub. It's like, goes to the nightclub. Again. Again. Goes to the nightclub for the third. Goes to the nightclub infinity. So then it would kind of be something where the Georges might change, but the man in the yellow hazmat. He's the main character. The continuous is is the, the running... Uh, Consistency? String. Whatever you call that. Yeah, consistency. Yeah, the, yeah, sure. yeah, I know what you mean. Holds it all together. But then why is this company or, or institution or whatever doing that? What is their right. end goal? Because I think we kind of touched on that with the man in the yellow hazmat. <clears throat> but then what? Or is he, like, what if he did create all of them, like, all at once sort of thing? Uh-huh. For, like, in a very short period of time? Uh-huh. And then since has been just trying to clean it up. So it's kind of like uh, uh, Lilo and Stitch? Yeah. Where all the experiments yeah. get out and they have to find them? Yeah. Oh, so then he has to know, like, oh, Gregarious George is probably at the nightclub. Exactly. So he's got to go find him at the nightclub. And then Furious George is probably in the UFC arena. <laughs> Throwing people, <laughs> and he has to go find and them. Courteous George is probably trying to find me too. <laughs> <laughs> if I just stand still long enough, he'll come find me. <laughs> okay, we could do that. Where like they were, like they were made all at once. But what was the event that created them? Was it like was it like Hulk, where it was like a radioactive thing? That, like, but then how would they all grow? You know what right. I mean? I'm thinking more like he is like this professor, mm-hmm. right? And he's gotten the grant to do this government funded research and it's to, and his what he's been studying is the like biological uh, implications of using um, uh, clockwork cybernetic manipulation technology or whatever. Yes. Something like that. And clockwork then, umbilical manipulator. That, nope, don't even, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> Yeah, this like professor type, and he and so he's given a grant, and so it's a short period of time, and he has all of these um, like in utero or whatever, in vitro, whatever the right term is there, um, small chimpanzees. Cerebro, cere, cerebro, utero. Cerebro is from X Men. What? No. Cerebro. Cerebro is your brain. Um, cerebro is from X Men. Cerebro spinal. <laughs> Utero manipulator. But also, Cerebro <laughs> is from X-Men. Okay. So he is an X-Men. He's also there. He's also there. <laughs> yes. 
this is his mutant ability is to create clockwork organisms that somehow cause chimpanzees to go crazy. But only chimpanzees. But only chimpanzees. Or at least so far as he knows, only chimpanzees. Or we just simplify this whole, like, that it has to be the same biological creature, right? And maybe it's uh, different types of primates. So Curious, Curious George is like a chimpanzee. Furious George could be a great ape. Courteous George could be, uh, 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 I don't know, but a but Gregarious George could be a howler monkey. Okay. Yeah. We could simplify even further uh-huh. and make it all one chimpanzee. And there's like a mechanism that suddenly gets flipped somehow. Some event so causes like, it to change. He's like Ben 10 where he can just switch on his watch what type of George he wants to be. Thinking it's more involuntary than that. (laughs) He doesn't decide, it just happens. Yeah, it's more like the Hulk in that sense, that like uh, a certain mood will launch him into that mood with full force. Like, oh, I'm feeling awfully gregarious today. Time to really hit the nightclub and hit it really hard. Or I'm feeling angry today, and so I'm gonna go and be furious, George. That way, it's always George. It's yeah. always George. But then the man in the yellow hazmat has to only find one. That's true. You know? I like the multiple. Yeah. I'm kind of liking the multiple chimpanzees, because I like Logan's cloning idea. Fair. Okay, let's keep the cloning. Um, and also, are we keeping this with the, like, small, curious George size again? Or did we decide to go with the bigger? Because I think it would be funnier to see... A small little chimpanzee being Mm -hmm. furious or courteous or durious or whatever. (laughs) Blurious. Blurious. (laughs) It runs really fast. (laughs) Or he just thinks he does. (laughs) He just feels really fast. Gotta go fast. in slow motion. (laughs) Um, I mean... I, 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 I kind of want them to look a little different. Like... They should look different. They shouldn't look the exact same. Mm. They should be identifiable. Or there is a way to identify them. Right. I think if we don't make Furious George a little bit bigger and musclier, then, you know, whatever he was created for is kind of weird. Yeah, no, I agree. Or if, like, Courteous George doesn't have, like, super long arms where he can, like, just serve people stuff. (laughs) And then if Blurious George doesn't have super quick legs... Okay, legs. so what if they're all clones of Curious George, right? Uh-huh. But then they've been, like, like other DNA has been spliced in to give them certain biological traits as well. <laughs> Dude, we're bringing it all together. <laughs> so, like you're saying, uh, like, I don't know, I don't know what monkey has the longest arms. Whatever monkey has the longest arms, that's going to be part of Courteous, so that he can... I feel like chimpanzees have really long arms. They do. Do they? But I feel like orangutans have longer arms. Oh, probably. But I, I don't know if they have the longest of all monkey arms or ape arms, primate arms, but... I'm not sure either. And then, like, silverback gorilla mm. DNA is part of Furious, Furious George. George. That way he can tear it up. <laughs> tear it up. Tear it up, bro. Tear it up, brother. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. We're like, they're clones, but also hybrids. They're hybrid clones with clockwork enhancements, mm. which now that I say that out loud, sounds incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. <laughs> that, the man in yellow hazmat really needs to get on that containment. Why is he in a hazmat? <laughs> um, 
I don't know. It said for continuity reasons. Yeah, sure. And rhyming reasons. It's enough. That's enough reason. <laughs> you don't need another reason. So to, to I think the last thing I want to kind of figure out, and then we can return to some other questions, is I think the company or the the institute or whatever that created these guys right needs to have some like ulterior motive or or reason for making these guys like i I don't really necessarily like an easy thing to say would be oh out of curiosity like could we do it but i i i think or we could even um flip flip the trope entirely instead of having it be for uh, like a crazy sinister motive it's for like a really fun happy motive that'd be interesting you know to uh for children's it, birthday parties I, yeah i was gonna i was gonna <laughs> say something similar of it could be you know to make it so that you could eventually like this this research that uh the man with the yellow hazmat is doing um his research could eventually lead to uh, completely open zoos like no no fences no guards nothing and because they're all like created to be like the courteous friendly versions of those animals sorts of things Hmm. or like it could become like another thing my brain is dealing with is if it becomes an irobot thing where they're like you know they're making all these mark one mark two mark three right george's and like Curious George is like a scout that an army can buy, or mm. like Furious George is like you can use them for sense. security reasons, and Courteous George is like personal servant, or, and, the, or the zoo thing, I or think. run the zoo, or yeah. you know what I mean. But then it's not so like happy fun anymore. It's like, oh uh, yeah, that would, and it's kind of been done. It's capitalism. Hey, <laughs> 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 <Ooh. laughs> um, you know. So I don't know what would be a fun, happy route to take. No, I honestly, I like what you just said best. The idea that each George could be used in a particular way or a few particular ways. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're designed to be the best at certain things. Mm-hmm. Fur- it's, he's supposed to be furious because that lends to being, yeah, he's the brawny one. He's yeah. the one that can defend itself. Mm-hmm. He's the one that can fight better. So is this like an alternate reality where like, for example, Fallout is an alternate reality where like, you know, the 1940s style continued on right. or 1950s, right? 1950s style. I think it's 40s, 50s. I think 50s. it's 40s, 50s, yeah. Um, and, or like how Wolfenstein is an alternative reality where like the Nazis won or whatever. Yeah. Is this like an alternate reality where like when we started using animals to help with things? Like how we never really ended that because now it's like robotics like right. robotics is how we're going to be like moving forward and, and doing things but often i think it's interesting that a lot of our current robotic systems are based off of animal designs yep. you know what i mean but maybe this is an alternate reality where they never went that route and they just kept developing animal like because PETA never existed right <laughs> no i'm really thinking yeah. that so really it's not that Curious George has become Furious George. It's that there is capitalist George, and that is the like the movement that was using animals to facilitate human life to any end, mm-hmm. and that has resulted in all of these Georges. And that's what the tale is. That's what Capitalist George, the series, 
the book series Capitalist George is all about is really telling the tales of the uh, the tension of living in that sort of society where animals are used to do whatever we want them to do and how that really would turn out. I think I don't I think if this were to be a book series, which I'd really enjoy it to be a book series, <laughs> I don't think we should call it Capitalist George. I want to. <laughs> I, I think they should be uh, like it's kind of how Sorry, we're going like Tyler's a big fan of Fallout. I like Fallout. Um, hopefully, you you guys at home like Fallout too. But or will or will after listening to this. But um, Fallout is strangely presented in a way that like it's almost like it's meta meta, right? Because like the game Fallout is canonically a sim of what would happen if there was a nuclear war Mm -hmm. given to the people that are in the vault and then you're supposed to be that person that's playing the sim. You know what I mean? Right. So it'd be interesting to base like the, the new George books on this like meta world in that like it's this, this children's book, but as you read the different like books, you get more and more clues as to this world that they're in mm. isn't correct. I like that. You know what I mean? I like that. Like one page is like, you know, uh, uh, whatever, like Furious George went to the, like the front lines or whatever, you know, like, or like you get this, I don't know. That's one way we could take it. Um, I mean, I like it a lot. Okay. I do. Are there other bioengineered animals in this world? I'm thinking that that doesn't matter mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, if we're if we're approaching this this version of Curious George um, as this sort of more meta concept, right? Mm-hmm. If we're approaching it to be a snapshot of what what could happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then what oh, matters sorry. is that yeah. we're that there's sh- that, that these Georges, each one is showing the the eventuality, not necessarily every new one. So whether or not there are other animals, the end results of these kinds of things happening mm. with these with these ways that, of using animals mm-hmm. in such a way is going to look something like these images. Uh, okay, okay, I see. He illustrates the concept, exactly, not the world itself. Right. Cool. That's because that's what Curious George does. Right. Curious George illustrates um, investigative naivety, right? And innocence. Okay. Okay. So this new series of Georges illustrates lack of respect for animal life. I mean, sort of. I think maybe more so uh, the not danger. Danger is not quite the right word, but the. Um, consequence in, in not a super negative way, the, the, not necessarily a super negative way. Um, the consequences of uh, hu- human action, yeah, like an, an extreme human action, mm-hmm. yeah, fair, okay, interesting, yeah, okay. Do you have any other like questions that we kind of skipped over by creating the world? Um, <coughs> not really, honestly. I, I have one more question, I've been saving more toward the end though. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll save that until, until I think that we've, we've got enough put together to really flesh it out. But, um, I, I mean, I guess I do want to know what is the Georges collectively or individually, what is their perception of the man with the yellow hazmat? Do they like him? Do some of them like him? Do they all just try to avoid him? What is their relationship to him? I think like... So maybe 
now that I think about it, we kind of pulled away from this concept of they got out and he has to go find them. You know what I mean? That still fits in. You think so? Yeah. If they if they just went to where their personalities would normally take them. Right. Okay. Um, Which could be many places. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Except for gregarious George. Right. <laughs> that's one place. <laughs> but there are many versions of that one place. Fair. Um, bar mitzvahs. Nightclubs, <laughs> raves. Yep. Yeah, he's moshing out there. Yep. Um, is so. First off, did we decide is the man in the yellow hazmat an agent or is he a is he the creator? I was thinking he's the creator trying to capture them all in order so that he doesn't lose his grant money. Because like, what oh, if like what I if see, nobody like really knows that this is happening, right? So, th- so this takes place in the early stages, of right? Like this they've all dystopian. just escaped, and now he's trying to go in, capture them all. These are like the first; these these are the concept mm, of okay, okay. what's going to yeah. probably end up happening. Well, uh, yeah. And like as a side note, we were like, why is he in a hazmat? I, it would make sense because like you know, Ebola outbreaks and all that stuff. Like he doesn't know what they're he doesn't know what they're what gonna they're do. gonna do or what they're like. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah. he nurtured them, but um, but only up to necess- some point. Right. Right. I think maybe uh, he should be seen as uh, like my my initial thoughts were that he's seen differently by each George. Okay. Um, right, like I, Furious George would probably see him as a target. Like Curious George would be curious about him. Yeah, and therefore like more friendly and inquisitive. Yeah. Yep. Gregarious just wants to party with him. Just wants to party. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Courteous George wants to facilitate him, serve him. Yeah, the Courteous George book is actually told from the perspective of Courteous George trying to find the man in the ass. <laughs> it's a role reversal. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I think that. Would probably be the best option is that they they see him differently, and then that would create different dynamics within each story. That makes sense. Yeah, I agree. So for let's say for for Furious George, would he see the man in the yellow hat? I mean the yellow hazmat. Excuse me, um, as Whoa. a target of his aggression, or I was thinking, what if he sees the man in the yellow hazmat as like. Um, someone else who has been victimized and therefore is like passive towards him. Huh. I'm fine with either, but that was the thought that I had. As someone else that has been victimized. Like, yeah. By what? His situation. Situation. Because I'm thinking they're not crazy unintelligent, right? So no. Fury George recognizes that, and maybe only recognizes that the man Leo has met all of all of his friends have left him and is therefore alone and is therefore a victim of his own circumstances. Or he's just a target for aggression. I, I think he's just a target. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could make a George, I don't know what his like rhyme word would be. I don't know. But where he like, he's like an analyst or whatever, or like he sees that in like, that's another story. I think Furious George would be, he just like reacts and you know, Rages, just rage, mm. constant rage. But then another George might be like, "Oh, like that that thought about him, you know?" That thought? What? I mean, what? What? <laughs> Not T H O T. No, different thought. Um, okay, no, I like that, and that yeah, that would provide for a lot more variation within each story. I agree. Yes, that makes sense. Okay, 
Um, so, I mean, I guess, I think, I mean, honestly, I do think that at this point we have enough fledged out. So, for both of you, a question. Uh-huh. Related to our kind of our game, what stories would you want to see happen? Or what, what maybe it's just start out with like a title, um, kind of like the other. So, again, for example, our real Curious George adventure was Curious George Flies a Kite. So, pick some George mm-hmm. variation, some variant to George, and... Tell me about their adventure. What would, what would happen? I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick courteous George. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> courteous George. Uh, uh, courteous George goes to. Uh, oh, I don't know. I want it to be like funny, but also applicable. <laughs> <laughs> That's this podcast. (laughs) Funny, but applicable. That is the goal of this podcast. (laughs) Um, Courteous George goes, or... uh, 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 I have a question. Yes. Maybe this up. Okay. Where do you see courteous people act most often? Courteous people. Where do you meet courteous people? Like at restaurants. Is that that where you meet Um, more more curious people than not courteous courteous people? Also in like uh, um, volunteer organizations. Ooh, that's yeah. yeah. Courteous George uh, helps a thrift shop. Courteous George volunteers at a children's shelter. Ooh, what if he volunteers as like the bellhop at the children's shelter? Oh, courteous He's George like is the most courteous. The bellhop <laughs> at a children's center. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, can you even get more courteous than that? Uh, I mean, really. I don't know. Probably not. Nah. Not not in this life. (laughs) (laughs) Not attainable. (laughs) Okay. So he goes, so does he go there or does he just kind of find himself there? Um, Is it intentional? No, I think it should be something where like, because they have their initial escape event. Right. Right. And then when they kind of, it, it would kind of be like in like psychology, like a dissociative fugue. Where they don't really know what they're doing, they're just right. running. Yeah. And then once he like comes to, he's like, "Oh, here's children's shelter, uh, cool. and there's people going in that need me to carry stuff in for them." Yep. So, so I'm gonna do I'm that. I'm gonna do that. Yep. Or courteous George becomes uh, what, what are those people at the schools that hold the flags that keep cars from coming. Oh. Um, yeah, like a crosswalk guard. Yeah. Crossing yeah. guard. Yeah. <laughs> At a children's shelter. A crossing guard. At a children's it's, shelter. It's between, it's literally a street, and he's <laughs> always there. in the children's shelter. Yep. He's just stuck right between them. Can okay. never leave. His okay. courteousness denies him the ability to leave. And that's why he has to, that's why he's unable to go and search for the man in the yellow hazmat. Because he has to stay there. Yeah. He, his you, job requires. Exactly. And he can't leave because that would be courteous. Exactly. Okay. Logan, do you have an adventure for one of the Georges? Like, uh, what would uh, mm, Furious George, like, what would the title of one of his kids' book volumes be? An adventure mm-hmm. he goes on? I, I think maybe some of the Curious George books we already see are just uh, attempts to get Furious George to act less furious. How so? In this is how, in literally any sort of media where they say, this is how the world should be. This is how you should act. So Curious George books are like given to Furious George for him to read Mm -hmm. and figure out how he's supposed to act. Mm -hmm. 
So one adventure is him being angry at the the curious George books because <laughs> they're trying to tell him how to behave. <laughs> it's, it's such a meta book. Yes. Curious George, Furious George finds Curious George going to the hospital, and then in quotations, then rips the book apart. <laughs> That's a long title. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's a working title. It's not. It hasn't come back from the editor yet. I like it, Logan. That's good. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Dexterious George. (laughs) Uh, Or Dexterous? No, Dexterious. Industrious George? No. I'm going to go with Dexterious George. He builds machines? He um, is, it's like, he's very, uh, he has a lot of stamina and he's very agile, right? Dexterious. And so he... um, has to like in, like his his psyche requires him to constantly be running marathons and like other like long and I distance just kept events. running and running and That's running what I'm going for. <laughs> and eventually makes his way so let's say that um uh let's say that well, I guess that's another question. I'll get to that in a second. Um, so let's say that he's running across the country and he just keeps ending up at another race, at another race, another one, another one. He just runs one. the next race? That's so sad. And the only way that he eventually like, finally stops to a point where eventually uh, he can be found is during like a walkathon. Oh. <laughs> that's so sad. But he never gets tired. No. He's dexterous. Dexterous, George. Yes. Also, he has nimble fingers. Okay. Just... Cool. It seems appropriate. Like a side, yep. side talent. All right. Um, I just another question is that what country does George Mark One get brought to for this to happen? Is this get brought to? Yeah. So is this? Or, um, I mean, both from from and to. We need to know where does the original George come from and where does he go? Because I mean, in one sense, uh, cur- the original real Curious George is taken from somewhere in Africa. We don't know where. And then uh, to France, in one sense, because that's where the first books were written, right, right, was in France. Yeah. Um, and then the United Kingdom, and then the United States after that. Uh-huh. So we could go with one of those three, or not. Mm. Also, maybe we want to, you know, actually recognize that Africa is a continent, and probably it would be good to specify where Curious George would have come from, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think you should still come from Africa. Okay. I don't know where. In a particular place? Let me look up where chimpanzees are like most popular. Concentrated? Yeah. And then I think he should go to maybe Switzerland. Switzerland. I don't know. Okay. I, I, what if, okay, so what if they go from, from Africa to Switzerland? That's where the, the uh, like the testing research happens is in Switzerland. Yes. And then the escape involves somehow um, like different modes of transportation. Hmm. Um, like an airship. Like, exactly. Trains, planes, automobiles. Yep. Yeah. And a bicycle. Yeah. One of them is on bicycle. And one of them is running. Yep. And that's the experience. <laughs> it's just, it's just going. <laughs> maybe, maybe he and Furious George are the ones that kind of together accidentally caused the brake attempt. Because Furious George has got the bronze and Dexterious George has the nimble fingers. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, it looks like, from what, just really briefly, um, this is probably very uh, incomplete, but um, chimpanzees uh, can be found in southern Senegal across um, to western Uganda and western Tanzania. 
So I'm thinking, uh, what if we just say Tanzania is where they're, where Curious George is originally from? Let's do it. Cool. And Switzerland? So Tanzania to Switzerland, and then from Switzerland to... Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, as many of those types of worded... Yeah. Chimpanzees. I, you know, uh, listeners, you guys at home, think up some. Send them in. Yep. Hideous George. Uh, uh, I just thought of one that was funny, and then I forgot it. Darn it. Keep going. It'll come <laughs> back. It'll come back. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I think that... I think that uh, that is uh, all of my questions that I have. Do you have anything to add to tie the bow on any of the Georges? No, other than I'm just still thinking of names. Okay. It's types of Georges. Well, I guess one question that just popped in my head when I said tie the bow yes. is should any of them have any sort of um, uh, clothing? Uh, aside from their already modified appearance because of their spliced genetic material, should they also any of them also have um, like should one of them have glasses and should one of the, should they like have an accessory should one of them have a watch uh, I don't know I think to keep with the original probably not okay so they're just fully naked cool yes cool and furry they're I fuzzy mean, I mean yeah not super I mean naked. I own a dog and he's well he has a collar is that clothing sure if a dog were to wear pants would he wear like this <laughs> or like this <laughs> If you don't know what he's referencing, you should look it up. It's great. If pants wore pants, would they wear them like this or like this? <laughs> well, Logan, do you have anything else to add? Do you have anything that you want? Uh, curious, furious, dexterous, uh, hideous, any of the Georges to have? I don't think so. All right. Well, it looks like we got our Georges all set up. All Georges in a row. All Georges in a row. All... Come here, Georgie. Georgie? Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then those, then they eventually have a crossover. Yeah, Furious George versus. Oh my it. gosh, that'd be great. That, that would be amazing. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining us for the popular Pop for podcast. Mysterious George. Oh yeah, he's like a crime fighter. He's he's the one that causes the breakout. Yeah, Mysterious George. Absolutely, because yeah, he he could have powers. They don't know. Who knows? Yeah, and you never find out in the books. Things just happen. That's awesome. I love that one. Oblivious George. Yes. <laughs> what? They could all cause the breakout. Maybe they do. They all help cause the breakout because of their unique modifiers. Yeah. When when they're all gathered in the same room, they become unstoppable. <laughs> they're the weapon to surpass Metal Gear. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, thank you again for joining us on this episode of Popular Apocrypha. As always, we really appreciate it when you take a minute to listen with us. And um, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review on wherever you get your podcasts, it really, really does mean a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it's how, I mean, that and emailing us or submitting something to us via our website, popapoc, that's P-O-P-A-P-O-C.com. That's, I mean, that's how we know what to improve on and how to keep doing what we do well and change what we don't do well. Yep. So please reach out to us about literally anything. Anything. Literally anything. So... Uh, you can also find us on social media at Popipoc Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can also find all of us individually on there. What else? Don't forget to check out the Kickstarter campaign. It's ending in just a few days. And thanks a lot. Yeah. Are you going to roll? Uh, yeah. We should probably do that. Yeah. Thanks. I knew I was forgetting. <laughs> You're like, uh, uh, who has the list up? Uh, I can get it. Okay, cool. All right. Give me just a second. And then I've got the rando number generator. Yep. 
I, I'm trying to make a, a pachinko machine noise or, yeah. or a slot machine or it's like ching, ching, ching. I don't know. Anyway, I clicked the number. Um, all right. Um, all right. That that would be all right. It's going to be Hercules Ooh. for our next episode. Hercules. Disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> all the memes. All of the memes. There's so many memes. So many memes. What are those? Is that a Hercules meme? I don't know if it originally is, but it is definitely in Oh, Hercules. because of his shoes? Because of the shoes. Yes. Oh, yeah, because Hades says it. Uh, or one of the little demons does? No, Hades says is it, it to the demon. Because oh, the demon's right. wearing it. Right, right, I think it's right. Panic? I... Pain or panic? You know what? We'll talk about it we'll next time. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Sweet. Bye. Bye.